Ho, 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 and welcome into the Fortress of Comitude podcast. My name is Tyler. And I'm Mary. Happy holidays, everyone, whichever one you celebrate. We're here to do a comic book club on Batman Noel, written and drawn by Lee Bermejo oh. from DC Comics, the comics of the D's and the C's. They like that Batman guy a lot, so they're like, let's do a Batman Christmas comic book. Because why not? Why not? So why not? Um, Mary, you'd never read this book before. No, I have not. Um, I read this book almost every Christmas just because I find it fun. It's it's a it's a good little like sit down short read. Since you bought it two years ago, you've read it. I, I bought this book in 2011 when it came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Why have I never seen it before? Huh? Well, th- this is not the the copy that I have now is not the original copy that I had. I bought it again two years ago. Because oh, okay. I had lost the the original copy, but I did buy this book when it came out. Oh, um, okay. If anyone hasn't read this book, uh, obviously we're going to spoil the whole thing. We're going to talk about it, but um, I I do recommend it. It's not it's not a book that's going to change your life, but it is a lot of fun and it's a good little festive book to sit down and read. And you can read it in like a half an hour or less. I don't know how long it took you to read it, but yeah, half an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, it's 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 really short. Um, there's not a lot of words on every page because Lee Bermejo is primarily an artist so i think he likes to let his art do majority of the storytelling yeah um and i mean it's a it's a story that we all we know the basics of this story mm-hmm. so and libra mayho's art is incredible i love um everybody obviously is buying and reading batman damned right now especially because of the whole you know controversy surrounding that book but the dude is incredibly talented like libra mayho is a stud if you don't know, Batman Noel is kind of a, a quick Batman version of A Christmas Carol. Mary, how do you feel about A Christmas Carol? Is it a story that you like? Because it's kind of a story that's been done to death. Everybody has a version of it. Is it a story that you're like particularly fond of? Yes, or? I love it. Do you? I love okay. every single version of it that I've ever seen or read. Every version of it. Every single one. But we can all agree that The Muppets is the best version, right? No. The Muppets Christmas Carol is the best Christmas Carol. Not no, up, Scrooge not up for McDuck. Debate. Oh, the the old Disney. Okay, that one is pretty good. <laughs> the like the like eighties Disney version of it. I can't think of a version that I don't like. Um, I mean, also Christmas is like my favorite holiday. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, the I Muppets one that. is very very good. Um, the the old Disney one with Scrooge McDuck is very good as well. Um, as far as live action ones go. I mean, I guess Muppets is technically live action, but like true live action version, the the Patrick Stewart version is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, the one with Jim Carrey is good. I don't think I ever really saw that one like in its entirety. It's I've really seen good parts of it. I remember when it came out, but uh, yeah, but they can seems... re- they can just keep redoing this all the time because oh, I will, will pay to see and watch it all the time. Um, I even like the Looney Tunes <laughs> version of it. Yeah. Where like Daffy Duck is Scrooge. Yeah. Um, I remember the All Dogs Go to Heaven one. I watched that one a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. That one's good. So yeah, everybody and their dog has a version of A Christmas Carol. So DC was like, hey, why not ours? So here we get the Batman version of A Christmas Carol titled Batman Noel. So mm-hmm. with that being said, we're just going to get right into this book. So... Um, when you say you love every version of this story, I'm assuming that you mean this one too, right? You're including this one? Yes, I loved it. Okay. Well, spoilers for the, uh, 
I think you'll be surprised by my rating, though. I I loved it, but you might be surprised by the rating. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, so throughout the story, we have this narrator that kind of carries us through the story here. Um, I really like the way that the narration is done because it's very much told like a story, but there's parts of it that the narrator doesn't remember. There's parts where he's like, what was that guy's name again? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know. I really like the way that they kind of do that. I thought that was really, really fun. Say so every page is just beautiful in this book. Lieber Mayho is so, so good. Um, anyways, the narrator talks about um, what was it? His dad. He says his dad was such a good storyteller. He was the kind of guy that could tell a story that would, you know, keep you on the edge of his of your seat. And there was a story that his dad used to tell him that he's now going to tell his son. So, but you know, he goes, "I'm not a storyteller nearly as much as my dad was." But one of my favorite lines in this whole book is that, like, you know, for this story to make sense, for it to mean anything, you have to believe that people can change. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, that is the message of A Christmas Carol, right? You can mm-hmm. change your ways. It's never too late. Yeah, because Scrooge was set in his ways, and they're thinking, oh, like, Batman is set in his ways? No, no, it was the, the villain, the the guy, this, whatever. Well, I mean, but I mean, but Batman, too, though, because even Batman has some reflection to do in this story where he's, you know, overly angry, overly mean. True. Especially... When, um, you know, they kind of eavesdrop on Commissioner Gordon and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, yeah, in this version, Batman is Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Bob. Bob. <laughs> Good old Bob. Um, in, in the normal version of, you know, Christmas Carol, he is the, the guy that works for, Bob Cratchit is the Cratchit. guy that works mm-hmm. for, for Scrooge. In this version... He is a guy that is just kind of down on his luck. He's not really a bad guy, but he he's basically he's working for hire, like to do some like criminal things. things. Like, yeah. yeah, he he does criminal things in order to pay his bills. Um, I think he's a single father, right? They don't mm-hmm. show a mother at all. They don't. So um, he's a single father. Basically, he has been hired by the Joker to participate in that there's like a package that he was supposed to have picked up that mm-hmm. was supposed to have this money in it that he was supposed to take somewhere else and drop it off for the joke and it was just like mary said kind of a work for hire kind of thing quick one and done he gets paid no big deal uh but batman is here to uh <laughs> lay down the law yeah and to put it into that i love the way libra mayho draws batman it's just it's such a realistic looking batman like like his ver- like his style i guess for the most part, is pretty kind of realism. Um, in this in this book, he does it a little more cartoony, just because I think it's as a Christmas book. He likes he makes it a little more like lighter. Mm-hmm. So his art is basically really close to Alex Ross because it's the like the more painting, real looking, more repainting. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably my only thing. I don't painting doesn't. For me, I guess painting doesn't really translate well. There, there's some mm. things that it works. Um, but you're an Alex Ross fan, though. I do like Alex Ross. Yes, I'm not, but yeah, because it's his art is beautiful. Yeah. But also, his art kind of distracts me from what is really going on in okay. the story because it's kind of like Lieber Mayho did a really good job actually making the, these pages flow well. Where they really do. Where sometimes Alex Ross 
doesn't really do that too well. I will agree with that. Um, so he does do better with that. But that mm-hmm. that's probably my only issue is that sometimes it doesn't really flow well. Mm-hmm. But he he does a better job. I think the painting style works for this book really, really well. And people are really liking it in Batman Damned right now. Yeah. So Liebermejo is really, really talented. He's I I just love how realistic his Batman looks because he looks like a guy that could exist to me. Like I when I see him, I'm like, I could see that. I could see this guy running around. Yeah. He you know, he tackles Bob and tells him, you know, you're gonna tell me where the Joker is. Yeah, even though Bob, he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I was just told to be here at this time and pick up this package. And so Batman's plan is basically that he's going to confiscate the money, I guess, mm-hmm. because he knows that the Joker will come looking for it. And then yeah. he's going to keep tabs on Bob and kind of just keep an eye on him for that way when the he thinks that Bob will lead him to the Joker eventually. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. He puts a tracker on Bob so he can, you know... Keep tabs on him wherever he goes. Batman follows a couple of their little things and finds some more notes from the Joker and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we're back with Bobby's yep. back home. Um, unlike the normal Christmas Carol again, instead of Bob Cratchit having like the whole family, he's a single father, and instead of having multiple kids, we still get a version of Tiny Tim in this story. But it's just he's the only child here. They're very he, poor. Yep, very poor. He does have the the bum leg. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they mentioned something that he needs like a surgery that Bob can't afford. Yeah. He, but he's a good little lighthearted kid. He makes a Christmas tree out of like a dead plant and a bunch of like toys and beer cans and stuff. That he yeah. And he says that he, he wants to make like a Superman ornament. And then he would also really like to have a Batman ornament. And Bob is like, why would you want Batman? He's a brute. Like, yeah. Well, like, cause he just got attacked by yeah. Batman. So he's like, don't ever mention that name to me. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's a terror. He's a menace. <laughs> and uh, this is a really sweet scene too, where like he's trying to show his dad, the Christmas tree, but Bob is like, stressed and frantic because he just got like screamed at by batman so he's kind of like so at first he's like he's like can you not whatever and he's like i made a christmas tree and like he feels really bad like oh timmy like come show it to me i'm sorry like yeah uh and you know the narrator goes on to say you know bob you know bob and his family very much had nothing they didn't have everything but the scrooge guy has everything has everything and he's unhappy he has Mm -hmm. all the money in the world a great big house with nothing to put in it because he's a lonely old man Batman throughout this book has like this just cough. a really deep like throat cough for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I find that really funny because like people bring it up throughout the whole book. Like there's a part where Commissioner Gordon where he's like, "You should probably get that checked out." And well, I, and then Superman says he's like, "It looks like pneumonia." Yeah, which is hilarious. I don't, I don't know why, why you think it's funny. I don't know. But... I just do, because <laughs> that like they keep coming back to it. So like I just imagine like. That, like, throaty Batman voice. I just imagine it, like, up to, like, a tenth degree because he's, like, six. So he's, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I just imagine him, like, trying to yell at people and coughing all over them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong with this guy? I think that's something that kind of bothered me. I was, like, can we can we not cough so much? <laughs> I, know, I know when you're sick, you can't help it. I understand that. But I'm also mm-hmm. kind of, like, okay, well, I don't want to read the read it like this, but... You, you kind of get why they're doing it because they're trying to show that, like, he puts everything before himself. You know, he puts justice uh-huh. before everything, even though he's sick and he should stay home. He's out, yeah. you know, late into the night. That I love these pages of, like, the flashbacks of, like, the old school Batman and Robin where he's, like, 
it's clearly just Lee Bermejo wanting to draw Batman in like kind of an old school mm-hmm. suit for one page, but you're like, I'll take it. I mean, they even do the same thing with like when Catwoman shows up, they show Catwoman yeah. in her old. And then again, you're like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Please, more. Yes, I'll take all of it. So Batman meets up with Commissioner Gordon on top of the uh, Gotham City Police Station and uh, up by the bat signal. And he, he kind of tells Gordon that he's keeping tabs. He's got a lead on the Joker and everything. And uh, Gordon even tells him, he's like, look, he's like, I've basically sent most of my guys home for the night. Like, luckily, it's a quiet, it's Christmas Eve, obviously. And, uh, you know, luckily, it's a fairly quiet night in Gotham. Like, you should take a rest, too. And then he tells him, like, you should probably have that cough looked at because you're, like, hacking the lung. I don't know why it's funny to me, but it is. (laughs) I don't know. For some reason, like, the idea of, like, sick Batman to me is funny. You'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that doesn't know at least the basis of the story for Christmas Carol, right? Scrooge is, you know, a mean old man, and he's visited by the three ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, first, first in the Christmas Carol, he's visited by... Jacob Marley, Mm -hmm. who was his old business partner. In this version, Jacob Marley would be Jason Todd, the Robin that died, which we kind of skipped over. But that Jason Todd's ghost comes to him in the Batcave. And it's kind of like, change your ways. Like, you can't be this ornery old man anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I thought that was a good pull. Like, that that was a good way to do the Jacob Marley thing twisted. Like, okay, Batman did have a partner who died. And... Especially because Jason Todd was the overly aggressive, overly angry Robin. That's why a lot of fans didn't like him. So, like, that worked for me, really, to be like, hey, dude, like, stop being so angry. (laughs) And, like, this book is obviously out of continuity because Jason Todd, like, Red Hood was back by this point when this book came out. So, like, this book clearly is, like, fitting before that, but it's not, like, it was never meant to be, like, In continuity or anything. So you have to kind of look at it that way, but. I thought that was a really good pull for them to use Jason Todd as the Jacob Marley character here. Mm-hmm. And then, so now we're going to get the ghost of Christmas past. Who, Catwoman. Yep, who is Selena Kyle in this version. Uh, I really like who they chose for all of them, except for the last one. I don't really know if it works as well. Yeah. But, like, Jason Todd to me really works. Selena Kyle really works to me as the ghost of Christmas past, especially when... Um, you know, she basically wants to play games with Batman. She's like, look, I stole all this stuff. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's go play. Let's go run. And Batman does like doesn't have time or the patience for her. She's like, look, I'm really close to catching the Joker. I think I have a lead on this guy. Like I'm sick of these old games. Yeah, I'm play. not gonna chase you around. I'm not gonna do it. And stuff. And like she tells them, she's like, There was a time where you would have like given up anything to chase me. And so I don't know if that's like her, like kind of a complex too. Like she just needs like that affection from batman but it's also just kind of showing how batman's gotten older and more bitter Mm -hmm. and stuff and uh, like here's the page mary was talking about earlier just some of the like throwback artwork which is really really cool Uh, like i say she feels that ghost of christmas past role pretty well talking about like just you've changed you're not the same person you used to be I think she even brings up his cough at one point, too. Like, like every every person he comes in contact with, like, brings it up at least yeah. once. So, you know, she gives Batman the whole lecture and everything. I love this page, too, with Two-Face and stuff on it. Oh, it's so, so freaking good. It's very good artwork. Yeah, and then Batman eventually does chase her around and leaps off of a building. He goes to grab, like, a gargoyle statue that breaks, and he, you know, falls off the building and somehow doesn't die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because he's Batman. Yeah. Um, 
he falls into crime alley and we get some kind of cool shots of obviously the dead Waynes and stuff. And uh, now, now we get Ghost of Christmas present. Yep. And the, because this book is so short, it moves really, really quickly. It's yeah. like one ghost is done. Here comes the next one. Like, right. They like they, they run right into each other. The, this book's strength is kind of its weakness. Like it, the pacing's not really that good because it's short, but it's also really nice because it's just a quick read that you can kind of like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I love, I don't know if it's just me being a fan or whatever, but I love the idea of using Superman as the ghost of Christmas present. Like the idea of like, he's the bright, colorful, like optimistic one. That's like, you know, hey, think about those that don't have it as well as you do. Like inspire to be a better person i don't know who else they would have chosen yeah. for it um he even like is glowing like how ghost of yeah. christmas present does and lieber mayho draws i mean he draws everything so good but i love his superman i think he looks really really good here yeah see like here where superman is looking at his uh rib his lungs and stuff for uh-huh. the pneumonia is where i'm like it doesn't really like flow too well it's kind of weird so you're saying it's like a page layout problem? Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. Um, so he he takes... Um, h- him and Superman go to Bob Cratchit's house because, you know, Batman's been watching him from afar all night. And, like, Superman's showing him. He's like, look. like Because ba- Batman's basically like, he's scum. They're all scum. He's another one of these just bottom feeder peoples and people in Gotham that are trash. They work for you know, money under the table and they have like, he's like, no, like this guy has a child. He has everything. Like he's He's like, they all have children. Yeah. And like, like, he's making bad decisions. No one's going to argue that. Yeah. But like, he's not just this scum dirt bag person. He's doing this because he's trying to like get it. Survive. And pay for a surgery for his son at Mm -hmm. some point. And just to rub his nose in a little bit. It's like tiny Tim draws a picture of Batman. Yeah. You're like, oh man. Like, oh, uh, thanks. That's exactly what I want to see is Batman. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love like Superman carrying Batman around Gotham, like mm-hmm. flying him around. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. This is my favorite scene in the whole book. Superman takes Batman over to Commissioner Gordon's house, mm-hmm. and they kind of eavesdrop on Commissioner Gordon for a while, and like they do some really like. They do some really cool stuff here with like Gordon talking to another f- fellow officer about Batman and like his thoughts on Batman because the one officer is like, you know, I can't believe like you're willing to work with that guy. And he's like, it's not easy. And like, that's really kind of like a slap in the face. But at the same time, it's like a reality of like who Batman is and how hard it probably would be. It's like, I don't always agree with his meso- methods. I don't really agree with what he does sometimes. And he tiptoes a line that really scares me. Like he tell, he's like, I'm terrified that one of these days he's gonna do something that I'm gonna have to answer for. But it's a day to day kind of thing that I just I I have to trust him at least on a day to day basis. Like I, I I don't know. I really like that. That this whole scene really really works for me. So I don't know. Do you have any kind of thoughts on that? Uh, it's just the standard scene second scene of like his nephew or whatever seeing the family and whatever so yeah. uh, it's it's fine it works um superman takes batman back to the batmobile and uh <laughs> I, I don't know i like i say it, it part of it's because the book moves so quickly but so superman drops batman back off of the batmobile and then leaves and then there was a bomb planted 
for Batman at the Batmobile. And it goes off. Like, the second Superman leaves, I'm like, didn't Superman, like, hear the explosion? Like, wouldn't he come back or something? But, like, uh, I guess not. Like, we can't. Because that's not, like, the book doesn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. And so here we get the ghost of Christmas future, which is who, Mary? The Joker. The Joker, because obviously we have to have the Joker involved. Yes. Um, and the Joker drags him. To the cemetery? Yep. Because he already has a grave put up for Batman. Yeah. I'm not sure what um this was really supposed to teach Batman. Because, like, the go- the ghost of Christmas future is supposed to teach him, like, if you don't change your ways, you're going to die and no one's going to miss you and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Like and he's it's supposed like, to scare the hell out of him. It's like, no. Like, this is what... Does- the ghost, this one doesn't work for me I, that I agree. well. I agree. Um, because I'm like, I don't know exactly what it teaches him. <laughs> because, like, Selena teaches him how much he's changed. And, like, you're not the same person that you used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, how lighthearted you used to be when it was Batman and Robin. Now you've become this grumpy old Batman. Yeah. And then, like, Superman obviously teaches him, like, how Commissioner Gordon sees him and shows him that, like, this guy he's been looking for is more than just a thug. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lesson here. Like, I agree that the Joker doesn't teach Batman anything here. Yeah. So, yeah, this one for me doesn't work. Um, I really like the Jason Todd pull. I think the Selena and Superman pulls are really, really good. But I don't know. But I also don't know who else they would have chosen for it. Yeah. Even if they were... I don't even really, like disagree with the choice that much like i think the idea of, like the joker as the ghost of christmas future isn't a bad idea mm-hmm. but they just they don't do anything with it yeah i'm like that i don't know i feel like there there was something there they could have done and they just don't yeah so that that's kind of a bummer to me uh you know either way basically he's like dreaming about what the future is gonna be uh-huh what you don't change your ways then your people that believe in batman are gonna be angry and fight people that believe in the joker or, and then, like, Batman will be gone. Like, Alfred will, like, go to prison or something like that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know what this teaches him. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. I just, I was reading it. I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure. It's the, I mean, there was some kind of conclusion. I, I do love that the Joker carved on the tombstone for Batman. Here lies the bat. He died boring, predictable, and nobody loved him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the- like, that's not true <laughs> yeah never yeah. mind um it's, but this ending this ending scene with the joker coming to their house works th- this does work this works so the joker goes to bob cratchit's house to collect the money mm-hmm. that he has most terrifying page in the book yes <laughs> he knocks on the door and tiny tim like opens the door a crack and there's the joker's face and he that just says ho 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 like terrifying it is freaking terrifying like yes like good luck fucking sleeping yep Joker's basically asking, you know, it's like, where's my money? Give me my money. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, same old thing. You know, he pulls a gun on him. Batman breaks in. Yeah, Batman breaks in. Bob and grabs the gun. Yeah, he he, ta- he kind of tackles the Joker. The Joker drops the gun. Bob mm-hmm. Cratchit gets the gun, points the gun at Joker. He's basically like, I'm just going to end this right now. And this is where Batman's story arc comes in. Like, like not saying like at the beginning of the story he would have been okay with the Joker bit getting murdered because he wouldn't have. No, I think so. Basically, I think what he probably would have done. I don't think that he would have let the Joker just be shot. I no. think he would have lunged at that guy and probably Bob, and probably would have like hurt him somehow. Yeah. Instead of like making him come to the conclusion, like 
you don't have to do this. You're mm-hmm. not a bad guy. Like exactly. I believe in you. Your son believes in you. Show him what a hero can be. Exactly. You know. Like whereas before he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. Like he tells him, like don't kill him, like because you. It's like why? It's like because like show your son, like teach your son right now, right here. There's a better way. Yeah. You don't have to do this. And you know he talks Bob Cratchit down from from killing the Joker. The Joker gets arrested. Bruce Wayne not only delivers a Christmas tree and gifts to Bob Cratchit's house, but also hires him. Yep, gives him a job. Which uh, that that that's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that's kind of heartwarming too. Like, oh, like, that's cool. Now like, you don't have to resort to crime. I will yeah, give you a job. Like, okay, this guy is a decent guy that's just trying to make a decent living. Mm-hmm. Um, in the whole thing. And then the whole thing, like, kind of falls apart at the end because... It's like Bob was telling the story. Yeah, like, the, the narrator that you've been following this whole time turns out to be Bob. When you're like, wait a minute, so why would he even tell his son the story? Because wasn't weren't you there? Yeah. Like, don't you remember? And you wouldn't have known about Batman being Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Uh, and the things that happened to Batman before with Catwoman and Superman? I don't know. You know what I think it's supposed to be? Because, like, in none of the narration parts does it ever say Bruce or Batman. It just talks about Scrooge. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be he's just telling his son the, the story. A Christmas oh, okay. Carol is what it's supposed to be. But we're seeing what's happening with Batman because they're lining up. Ah, uh, I see. It's, that's what I think they're going for. It kind of falls flat, though. Yeah. Um, like, I think it, the execution is not that great. Because, like, never in the narration is he like, and then Batman jumped around this, whatever. It's always like, and Scrooge was visited by ghosts. And, you know, Scrooge realized that he had done wrong. Like, yep. He's telling his son the original version of the story, and we're just seeing it. The line stuff up happening with the around it. Yeah, that's what I think it's supposed to be happening. Like I said, yeah, I just don't I, know I, if it works. Yeah, I, talking with you now, yeah, that must be what what what's been going on. But like the first time I read that, I was like, wait a minute. So he was telling the story the whole time, like yeah. It, and this was my first time reading it, so that's how I felt. So yeah, um, I'm glad I wasn't the only one then. Well, because because they don't really do that good of a job, but like. It, it works, but you have to think about it too much. Like, they should have explained it better to make it, like, it's one of those things, like, if I have to explain it to you, that means you didn't do a very good job. Yeah. Right? So, like, the fact that I have to explain the ending to you to make you understand it means that the book didn't do a good enough job of explaining it itself. So, so that's a problem. Yes, that's the problem. But that's Batman Noel. And, um, like I say, it's a short story for the most part. I like it more than I don't like it. I think the pages Same. are really fun. It feels very Christmassy. Even the look of it feels very Christmassy. To me, the art style looks like it's a lot lighter than some of Libra Mayho stuff. Because like if you look at like Joker or Batman Damned, like those two books are really dark and muddy, like gritty looking Libra Mayho art. This book feels a lot more light. Um, I, I just think it's a fun little like sit down on like the week of Christmas and read it in half an hour. I'm like, oh, okay, there's a, you know, there's a, there's, you know, there's better stuff to read, I guess. It's not the best, you know, Christmas comic out there. Yeah. So I will say I do, I do love the story. That being said, there are some things that don't hit with me that I already explained that like sometimes the panels don't really, they don't mesh well. They don't flow too well. The fact of like Joker being, what they did with Joker being the 
Christmas pre- Christmas future mm-hmm. didn't work too well with me. I feel like maybe they should have just changed that. Overall, it hits all the same keynotes that I love about mm-hmm. a Christmas Carol. So I I do I love it. And okay, so like are are you glad it exists? Like are you glad that, that we have it? Like did we did we need it? Did we need a Batman version of a Christmas Carol? Like is that something that you think we needed or like? Could you have done without this? Did we need it? No. Do I like that it exists? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather have it than not have it, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Like I say, I don't really have a problem with it. I think like the the Joker being the ghost of Christmas future isn't a bad idea. I just wish they would have done something. They, the, just, they didn't just, do anything with just, it. Yeah, just what they did with it didn't work. I feel like they should have done something else with it. Um, to have him just drag him to an empty grave and throw him in and then leave him like yeah because he doesn't even he doesn't he doesn't teach Batman anything it's basically mm-hmm. Batman having a dream about the future kind of yeah but even still it's very vague like yeah and like in the original version or not even like in mo in basically every version the ghost of Christmas future never says a word, mm-hmm. but it's really creepy though. Like he's there and he points to the gravestone and stuff, whatever. And this version they say like, yeah, he never says a word, but it's just, he just drags him and throws him in. Like, yeah, uh, it just doesn't work for I me. Just, I don't know what else, I don't know what else they could have done because like Anything the else. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas future. I mean, all the, all the ghosts are very magical, mystical yeah. and this is not magical or mystical at all. It's very mm-hmm. set in reality. So it's like the I don't know what they would have done because it should have been like Scrooge mm-hmm. sees the future and sees what his actions will lead to. And but this is just he's dreaming it and it's like that's just mm-hmm. a dream. Like I don't maybe I missed something. I don't know why Alfred would get arrested. I don't Maybe because they find Bruce out Bruce Wayne's a vigilante and vigilantes are illegal and Batman is dead because he's in this grave and he's and, not going to wake up. And so they find out that Bruce Wayne is Batman, Batman and they so Alfred arrest gets Alfred? charged for being an accomplice to a vigilante, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't know. It just it uh, that <laughs> part doesn't work for me okay overall Um, do you think they kind of do you think they pulled it off like the like the the batman version of a christmas carol do you think they pulled it off like at least as good as it could have been as good as it could have been again set in the reality that it is they did they hit all the key points okay um so they did a good job um like i said earlier i think the best part about it is the worst part about it the best and worst part about it is that it's short because it's short, it's not paced very well. It moves a little too quickly, and sometimes they don't get to explain things as well as they probably should have, and yeah. you don't get the time to let things sink in as well as they could. But the best part about it is that it is a quick, short read, and it doesn't. You're not invested in it. Yeah, that it doesn't much take too. up too much of your time. Exactly. So, um, any other thoughts on Batman Noel before we move on to some weekly picks? No. All right. Well, we're gonna do some weekly picks. Mary. Did you read anything this week that you think people should be checking out? Yes, I read Blackbird. Okay, new series from Image Comics. Yes, by Sam Humphreys and Jen Bartell. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I don't know how to pronounce Jen people's Bartell, names. Jen Bartell, so talented. It's really good. It's about magic. You like magic? Go read it. Awesome. <laughs> Sam Humphreys is a really good writer, um, but the the standout is is Jen Bartell's art. I think the like, art is so good. Very colorful. Colors are so beautiful. Yeah, and <laughs> I like. Thing. I like magical things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're way more into magic than I am. Yeah, um, I think 
three issues are out so far. If you haven't checked the series out, you you should. It, it, it is a lot of fun. Okay. Um, for me, weekly pick this week, I'm going to go with uh, Justice League. I want to say it's issue 14, 13 or 14. Um, Scott Snyder, Jim Chung's back on art this week. Um, it's part one of a new arc where they're where the Justice League goes to Thanagar and they're um, they find out you know so Hawk Girl is back on the Justice League team on the current team right now. Kendra Hall mm-hmm. is Hawk Girl on this team, and, and this gets really complicated, especially if you haven't if you don't understand how the Hawk people work, which most people really don't. But even if you have kind of a grasp on what they're supposed to be, it makes this a little easier. But anyways, they go to Thanagar looking for these answers and they find out that um, Shaira is on Thanagar. And it's like, wait a minute, that shouldn't... And like even Kendra is like, wait a minute, like (laughs) I have lived many, many lives reincarnated. Like you were supposed to be one of... Like we should be the same person. We're not supposed to be separate people. And like they know something's wrong because they have like a like a bond almost like they can feel what each other's feeling, think what each other's thinking, and they don't know why. So um, some really interesting stuff there. I like I like the use of uh, Hot Girl and stuff because I feel like that's just adding a lot more <laughs> weird it's stuff to the Hot people. As long as they do something with it, like Scott Snyder's doing something interesting here with the setup. If it pays off, it'll be worth it. Okay. That's the way I'm looking at it. Because like when I read it, I was like, oh, that isn't like I'm I'm interested to see where this goes now. Like, yeah, why are they two separate people? How can they both exist at one time? This shouldn't happen. So like, is she a clone? Is she a robot? Or what is she? I don't know what's going on here. And there's a whole other mystery kind of going on right now, too. But twins. Yeah. But uh Scott Snyder's Justice League has been such a surprise hit this year. Um, it's been a lot of fun. So really enjoyed it. Jim Chung's awesome on art. It's nice to have him back. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting to see a lot more of him when they announced him on this book, but it's been Jorge Jimenez for a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Justice League, I say 13, 14, one of them, the newest one, you know what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of fun. I'm going to give that a recommend for me. And Mary, you recommend Blackbird? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, time flies almost as fast as Superman, and this podcast is about over. We want to thank you guys so much for downloading and checking us out this week um whether you celebrate christmas or not thanks for taking the time to you know follow along with a batman christmas story with us and we hope whatever holiday you celebrate it's merry it's holly jolly any other cheery christmasy holiday-ish words you can think of to describe whatever we hope your holiday might be that being said my name is tyler and i'm mary and we will see you guys next week with our uh hopefully our best of 2018 episode we're going to be giving you our movies of the year comics of the year tv shows of the year comic creators of the year and a bunch more we're going to do like kind of a year in review and talk about what we're kind of looking forward to in 2019 as we move into the next year of the podcast so um it's gonna be a lot of fun so until next time guys goodbye and a ho 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 again <laughs> <laughs>